Hey y'all, welcome to Truth Juice. On this podcast, we're here to unpack the truth of living set apart while being fully authentic in the daily challenges we face in this life. If you love Jesus, that's great. We do too. If you don't or don't even know who Jesus is, listen anyway. We just hope you enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up, what up? I think this should just be your, like, regular intro. I don't know why I want to feel so um, urban when I greet the audience. Because you so inspired that one time we had this conversation previously. And I said, it's your girl. And we were talking about being, like, you feel like that. You feel like, you feel like that inspired me? I feel like that me. was kind of like a muse you of sorts. <laughs> I want to clarify. That is what you think. A muse of sorts. Brought me to do what up, what up, what up. Now, let me not take away from who you are as a person because that naturally falls under your silo of I'm personality. Hip hop. You are hip hop. For sure. I got a hoodie and a beanie on right now. You, and that's <laughs> how you live. You love that. First of all, my hairstyle is going to be mad, but I've been wearing this beanie all She's week and I'm going to wear it until I go back to get my hair done. If she would have seen you the last few days, she that's all definitely I've worn would have. Beanies are life. Pulled you to the side and said, now ma'am. You going to just do your hair or no? Nah. Now ma'am. And I'm like, no. Nah. Why <laughs> do we even style your hair like Why do we even do it? If we're going to move like this not my problem i've chosen not to hey everybody it's okay hi <laughs> welcome to another episode of what's truth juice the podcast in? what's Within. up what's up jasmine hi Tasia. how you doing i'm well how are you oh you know making it you out here it's up. amen amen doing amen <laughs> we're gonna hop into uh today's episode yeah. which is going to be a good one it really um, is. what i'm gonna share in authenticity with the <laughs> the audience <laughs> Is that I had to work some stuff out <laughs> in my approach to this episode um, so that I could ensure that we continued Man, in um, being true to the the verse, mm-hmm. the Ephesians 4, 5, and what we believe and why Truth Juice is out here <laughs> is that we tell the truth in love. In love. That's it's the point love, of how sure. we do this. You got to do it in love. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why we chose that verse. Yeah. So it's important. Excuse me, I think I said four five, it's four fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. Go ahead. But it's important mm-hmm. that we understand that it's in love. And I so agree. I had to work that out earlier. You know, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I had to work that out. You did have to work it out. Because I had not approached it earlier you know, in, in the love most loving way. And I <laughs> so I'm, I'm confessing my sins. I'm confessing here. my sins, y'all. But at least you were wise in the timing of it all. So we had to wait you know till I saying? navigated some stuff. Because I will say that everybody don't do that. Don't exercise that type, that one type of wisdom and work things out offline. You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody don't do that. Mm-mm. So I can respect and appreciate you being mindful. You got to take time. You got to take time. take the time. So I've, I've, I'm, the Lord has done work and I am I'm feel like I've collected my thoughts. And so I think I can approach I this correctly now. In a much better place. We're in a better really place. ready to dive into this thing now. Yes. So For sure. So join us on this journey. Welcome. So today we are, uh, oftentimes you hear people, um, I'll set it up. I ain't going to just tell y'all. Go ahead. Um, but oftentimes, uh, especially in 2019. Especially. 
you hear a lot of opinions about what it is to be a Christian, uh-huh. um, what does it look like, what are our responsibilities, mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do, what are we not supposed to do. Right, right, um, right. Should we go to church, should we not go to church? Right. Is today's version of church the right version of church? Do you need church to be a Christian? Do you even need church to be a Christian? Like, right. these are a lot of questions so that many people questions. are asking, which I think is important that you ask questions. Uh, I agree. Questions are good. Mm-hmm. Um so, so with that good. being said, um, <laughs> so uh, there's a decline in uh, people going to church huh. overall in the United States. We're only going to deal with the U.S. of A. I can't we navigate what's happening anywhere it, else. Not today. Just because if you listen from anywhere else, thank you. But you, we cannot. If you listen from somewhere else, you can educate us about let, what goes let on Let us there. know. Matter of fact, teach us about Please. your space and where you exist. It's not because the United States is the only place that matters. This is my environment. This is, I live here. This is where we are. So let me just address with here. Mm-hmm. I see what happens here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about here. So right. it's a declining amount of people going to church, period. Okay. So like in 1990, mm-hmm. Well, let me just deal with it. There's a decline of people going to church, A, and then there's a decline of people who even call themselves Christians. B. That's a whole separate issue. So, like, in 1990, 85% of our, com- or of our population in the state said, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Stamp it. I believe. Yeah. I believe what the Christians believe. That's me. How much? 85%. I think I said that right. Yeah, 85%. Okay. In, in, in 2019... <laughs> Almost 30 years later. That's 65%. Mm, okay. So we've seen a massive decline. Massive. So only 65% of Christians today mm-hmm. are people in the United States today call themselves Christians. Now, ask me how many of those people say they go to church. All of them, right? You would think. You think so, right? Yeah. Christians? So then you go to church. So that's where Christians come together. that's a part of the faith. So Isn't you, that what y'all do? That's right. That's part of your thing. I know what we do? Right. Well, what's interesting is only 45% of those people... Of the 65%. Of the 65, 45% Down from of them 85. go to church. I'm talk, talking this way. Okay. 45% of the 65, down from 85, go to church. Go to church. So now you're like, why don't Christians go, go to, to church. church? Now, I took it the next step, and I said, but Jasmine, it's mm-hmm. not that 45% of them go to church. Now mm-hmm. the next question is, how often do y'all even go? Because people say they part of congregations and they don't be at the but you church. Know, what, but interesting. <laughs> first of all, first of all, that. first of all, that's a real thing. But additionally, as your role in what you do, oh, what I do for my my for uh, employment like, for, in yes. full time ministry. Yes, for, in full time ministry, you have direct access to these type of statistics. A lot of the plans that go behind Sunday services and yeah. Sunday experiences speak to the fact that people don't frequent churches often because. Yeah. Usually things are done multiple times or announced multiple times. Things are yeah, you know, at least have to happen three weeks in advance because people have skipped church, and we That's get it at least in front of them at least one time before they come back to church. At least one, yeah, because we don't go to church, not on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Now that's not everybody. But a large percentage. I mean, a big so currently, group of folk, though. The national average mm-hmm. for how frequently people attend a Sunday morning experience or a weekend experience, because mm-hmm. they might go on a Saturday night, mm-hmm. is statistically every three weeks. I think that's so interesting. Once every three weeks. So close to monthly. So less. So 
a little more than 12 times a year. A year. So now what you what we don't have put in here, which uh, we there's we need a whole nother episode to navigate this piece that I'm about to say, is how many people feel like they attend church via an online experience? <laughs> Best I Baptist. I Best I Baptist. I'm, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna we just we can't unpack that specifically. Because no. that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Online experiences can be very good. Absolutely. But the point of today's conversation is why do we need to go uh-huh. to a place mm-hmm. where other Christians are assembled? And be aligned in the goal purpose of us gathering together, and that is to worship Jesus Christ, to understand, to grow closer to him. Do That's we need to do that? Now, I feel like you can guess that Jasmine and I believe that the answer is you, yes, you need to do that. Absolutely. And so if you understand that, then we could just end the episode. That's it, y'all. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Yeah, y'all get it. But, but everybody not- doesn't understand that. That's not why we're here. People think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe crazy is not the right word, but people think like that's unreasonable. Or it's unnecessary. Or completely unnecessary. Unnecessary. I actually get unnecessary. Unnecessary way makes more sense. Than I get it's not unreasonable. Unreasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think some people be like, you be, so, so what I was doing before I started working in full time ministry, mm-hmm. which was attending church every Sunday. And serving. And serving. Because it's, again, another every conversation. Sunday. Again. Another conversation. Part B. We'll get there. But (laughs) people would say that I was crazy. Like, that was unreasonable expectation to have. Yeah. Like, why are you... That's that's a lot. And oh. I'm like, really? Okay. I get it now as a volunteer. Yeah, you volunteer a lot? That's crazy. You live how far? Yeah, you drive out to Especially that church. Especially... Mm-hmm. Again, that's part B. Hey, so we won't stay here. Part A is really more, is it even necessary to have to go among these people? To be considered a part of the faith. So we're gonna go do we're gonna we're gonna navigate this conversation a couple of different we're gonna do this a little different. Normally we have some thoughts about why people do what they do, this that and the other. I'm gonna go straight to scripture. Let's just start and then we'll work our way how back. How about we just take it from the top and then we'll rewind. I'm gonna just start with the scripture we'll start, references. Yeah. We'll deal with what the word of God says. Yeah. The truth about what God exactly That's what God what says about for, this. We'll so deal with that sense. first. Okay. And then we'll work our way to okay. If this is this, Mm -hmm. then why do people do this? We'll navigate back to there. Okay. Okay. So I think if you have been raised in church a lot, or maybe you've been in a conversation with other Christians Mm -hmm. and you say something like, I don't think it's necessary to go to church every week. Mm -hmm. They typically quote this scripture back to you, which is Hebrews 10, 25. We'll start at 24, but 25 is the real scripture that they dip into. All right. Um, So Hebrews 10, chapter 10. Uh, verse 24 is where we will start. And this, we don't know exactly who wrote Hebrews. We got some ideas. Um, sometimes it sounds a little bit like Paul, and other times it sounds a little bit like somebody else. So we don't actually know who wrote Hebrews. But okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of conversation about faith and all that fun stuff and, and, yeah. and making sure people keep the faith and they stay strong and all those fun things. Mm-hmm. Let's just deal with these two verses, 24 and 25. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. That's positive. I like that. That's Let's great. motivate each other. Yeah. Let's do that. And let us not neglect our meeting together. Let us not neglect our meeting together. You talking about going to get something to eat? No. You talking about like a card night, game night? No. Or like maybe like going to like the drive-in movie, going to see a show or no. to the comedy show? Or That's not it. No. Okay. Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do. 
So somebody was like, I'm going to go ahead and start neglecting these meetings. <laughs> somebody said no. Somebody had been neglecting the meetings. And the writer was like, let's, let's not do that. Right. Um, but let us encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near, his return being Jesus Christ. Which is the point of all of this, which is why we're doing this thing, which is why we're preparing ourselves for the point. Because this is not his our return. home and right. all of that. Okay. Okay. So, scripture specifically goes, don't neglect. Don't move like the people that neglect. So, I believe the King James is, let us not forsake the assembly of God's people or saints or something like that. I don't read King James very often, so don't get mad at me. I try to, I've started to compare it just because I want to see, like, it's healthy comparison. It's a good comparison. We memorize a lot of things in King James. Yes. But I want to hear, okay. Yes. So, the. The text that we often refer back to is this, and we go like, but the Bible says don't neglect the idea of Christians coming together yes. and assembling together. Don't do that. The Bible specifically tells you not to do that. So, like, period, end of conversation, do we have to share anymore? Right? I think we do. I definitely feel we do. I think you have to shed some more light on it. Mm-hmm. Um. Oftentimes, direct quoted scripture from the Bible is not sufficient for people. Yes. Because too often, other people take other texts out, out of context. context. So that's why. So that we can have, be concerning. Right. But mm-hmm. y'all know me. Y'all remember the forgiveness episode. Let's go to another text. Let's, just... <laughs> Let's, Let's look elsewhere. You right? Let's look elsewhere. Check it out. Let's look elsewhere. Make sure somebody else says something about it. Let's yeah. go to another text. Now, I think the part that's very interesting, even before we leave Hebrews, Hebrews, I think it's interesting. It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Mm-hmm. So there's something that we have to do together. Together. I can't motivate one another if I'm at my if I'm at my house by myself. I can't motivate one another. How am I motivating you and I don't uh-huh. see you? That's fine. We'll get to the next part. So let's go to Galatians. Okay. I believe we are in chapter six. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, if you ain't read Galatians, read. I was gonna say it's got some good. It's six chapters of that real, real. It's only six chapters, but it's hefty. You can sit and read. It's definitely. It's hefty. Yeah. And I personally like chapter six personally. (laughs) Definitely. But that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's just read the top of the chapter. Yeah, we're going to read at the top of the chapter. Okay. Chapter 6, Galatians, right? Mm-hmm. Dear brothers and sisters, if one, if another believer is overcome by some sin, mm-hmm. you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good, wise counsel. I love that. Help you, help you homie, yeah. but make sure you don't get caught up. But let's not get carried away. Seems fair. Verse two, share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. That's a real short scripture. It is. Share each other's burden and in this way, obey the law of Christ. That's it. That's all I see. Well, so I'm if you're going to obey the law of Christ, I'm going to need you to share each other's burdens. Yes. We need to. Now, do. Jasmine. Yes, ma'am. From your experience. How difficult do you find it to share another person's burden if you don't spend time with them? It's extremely difficult. 
how do you even know their burdens if you don't spend time with and them? And how do I empathize without being critical and judgy and removed emotionally from it if I don't really spend time and know and understand them? I wonder. I find it difficult to not to to share in each other's burdens, to encourage one another and motivate each other to do mm-hmm. good and, and um, loving things, right? right? I find those things to be difficult if I'm not in community with someone. Right. Which is doing life together, being transparent. You have to together, do life together so that you can share the burdens. Right. Because I don't know the burdens if we're not authentic and we don't really do life together to understand. There's got to be a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer because, be clear, there's people who go to church who don't build community. They show up, get a word, out. And get out of there. Show Nobody up, knows their name coffee, and they don't know anybody word, else's name. Out of there. That's not what I'm proposing. That's not the recommendation. (laughs) The recommendation of the Bible. Uh The text is. Of the text. This is not the Tasia. This is not the Jasmine. This this ain't even the truth juice. It's really not. It's not. This is the text. Okay. Of the Holy Word. All right. Um, It's to to be in community with people. Exist together, yes. Now, do we have examples of this biblically? Right? Mm -hmm. Give me some context. Are other people in the Bible in community? Great question. Absolutely. Great. So if you look at the disciples, so so God himself in flesh made sure he had community. Huh. He himself said, these people, I'm going to choose 12 of them. Y'all going to roll with me. Yes. We're going to share in each other's burdens. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus himself allowed two of his disciples, if I'm not mistaken, was it two? Be among him when he was going through it on whether or not he was gonna get on that cross or not. I think it was just two of them. Maybe it was three. I thought it was it's between two or three. It might be three. Okay. Um y'all go read it for we, yourselves. We're we not here <laughs> the to point is this. That's, not <laughs> That's not the point. But he himself allowed him to he allowed himself to be transparent mm-hmm. in what his flesh was going through as he was preparing to get on the cross. As God. And he That was fully God. Because you know we like fully that. He was fully God. Fully. And okay. even in that moment, he allowed he shared that burden with his homies he and did. said, I'm gonna need y'all to pray. He had community. We can call his twelve disciples his community. We can. Let's just call that that. Sure. I think now that's, the that's Bible tells accurate. us very clearly that we're supposed to go out and make disciples mm-hmm. and do that, right? Sure. But so in the beginning of this thing, from a Christian standpoint, with, Christianity standpoint, he yeah. showed us how to. Mm-hmm. He came down and was like, "This is how you build community." Yep, I don't disagree with you. Come there, together. Mm-hmm. Learn about the teachings. Definitely talk about the word. Even challenge some of the concepts. Challenge some things. Get some answers. Wrestle Ask through. some questions. Interrogate the, you know, conversation. Let's make sure we got some good stuff going on. They were having conversations. They were dialoguing. People were coming together and talking about who God was. Mm -hmm. What do the scriptures really mean? Mm -hmm. Reveal to us the new things. Yes. And then when he was talking to his uh, disciples, people start coming around to hear the conversation. The Sermon on the Mount, that was just for his homies. People just showed up. All those people, they wasn't invited. <laughs> they were not invited. He didn't go tell the people, spread the word, put a is... sponsored post on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> Come on. He didn't do that. He was like, hey, 
I need to come talk to y'all real quick. Y'all need to hear these. Yes. Let's the Beatitudes. Yes. That was just for his disciples. What happened is all these folks showed up and heard the same, the same directions message. he was giving them. Asia. His community inspired a larger community to come together. All right, great. So then he get on the cross. He died. He resurrects. Mm-hmm. Goes on up to glory. Goes on up to glory. Amen. What happens? Beautiful. Community. Really? They all in the upper room. He said, y'all need to wait together. He ain't going to say, go wait in all y'all separate houses. And we're going to have the Holy Spirit show up to 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15 different houses. They was in the same room. Holy Spirit shows up. Doesn't work. I just... Now... Here's the piece. Here's the piece. Here's the piece. I love the Bible. Here's the piece, Tasia. Here's the interesting thing about God. Uh They have that experience together as a community. Mm -hmm. And what did that do for them? They were inspired and Mm -hmm. empowered and Mm -hmm. equipped to Mm -hmm. now go Go out. out. All right, friend. And share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And create communities elsewhere. Elsewhere. Because if you go out and you just talk to yourself... He didn't say they didn't go back to their house like man that's crazy God is good. They, no, <laughs> so they went out to more people. They went out to be among other people, and what did they do for each other? They encouraged each other. They wrote letters to each other, which is basically which our is Bible. really where the Bible came from. The that's New where Testament most of the New is Testament letters came. to pe- that's each other. Most of the New Testament comes from. <laughs> to encourage them, mm-hmm. groups of people, not just, an individual. This is a general reminder: we've already talked about this. But I'm going to remind you that this is what we're here for. This is what we signed up for. Yeah, it's not the greatest, but this is what we're here for. I just want to remind you because like, it's not fun. Okay? This is it. The Because at the root of it, it's not Read fun Read some of these real. letters. People was going through some stuff. Listen. <laughs> you know? So they needed each other. They did. There's a reason why the Bible talks about encouraging each other and motivating each other. Because you need that. But Tasia, they were getting persecuted in the Bible. We're in America. We're we not getting get persecuted, persecuted ever. Here's, first of all, first of all, let me say something. I am not a part of that we because first of all, let me just say something. Let me just say this real quick so no one ever gets confused. <laughs> if you have not been persecuted yet, you will be. It's com- it's it's coming. And there are Christians all over the world today in 2019 outside of the United States that are absolutely being persecuted. And some inside low, low key on the lowest of keys. Some inside the room. If you want to evaluate the state of the United States of America and what their sentiments are towards Christianity and the belief that we have, they are systematically starting to persecute. And now it will come to a head at some point. So whether you think it's happening today or not, it's coming. It's coming. So that's and it's the signs are there. And I don't and I'm saying, y'all, there's so many different areas. Spiritually, first of all. Spiritually, you're not getting attacked in some capacity. Something's off, but we don't have that kind hey. of time. But, but from a natural standpoint, it's kind of like, bro. It's bro. coming, fam. Mm-hmm. It's coming. 
So you can say that today. That's fine. But you need to prepare yourself appropriately. Don't be looking for no community when they knock on your door (laughs) talking about. I always use to keep that same energy. This is where I keep that same energy when they show up. That's same. You try to figure out how to hide your Bible, bro. Same man. It's coming down the pipeline. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. You gonna wish you had that community when you find yourself locked up. I'm telling you. It's coming. I'm just saying, man. I don't say that to scare nobody, but like, yeah, we're not trying to scare nobody. It's just the reality read, of what read, it is, bro. It's read, just the truth. Read your Bible. It's just the truth, dog. The Bible tells us it's coming. So, <sighs> all right. The first church, the original church, mm-hmm. did community. They did. Thomas went all the way to Asia. He did to take the gospel. My God, went no Christians over there. And created communities of Christians. Isn't that like missionaries? That's what missions. That's what do? missions is for. That's what missions work the is about. It's the point of Christianity. It's to be in community. We cannot live this life by ourselves. No, we cannot. No. Another scripture. How many of y'all <laughs> know the scripture? You know, iron sharpens iron. It's a proverb. It is. We use it all the time. We love that. In scripture. faith and out of faith. Fact. Whether you're a Christian or not, everybody knows that phrase. Yes. And we'd be like, yeah, 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 that's good. That's so iron good. does sharpen iron. Right. How you going to be sharpened if you're trying to do this thing by yourself? Can you imagine two butter knives trying to, like, really make some things happen? Trying to sharpen each other to be, like, steak What knives? kind of knife is sliding up against a wall? Like, imagine? I got it now. No, you ain't finna be sharp. You're not <laughs> doing anything. It's okay. All right. My tone is starting to shift. So we're we're back. So we're let me pull back a little bit. Back in. So here's here's the thing that people navigate, right? Mm-hmm. It's unnecessary because they got a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. They got a relationship with Christ. Yeah. It's a personal relationship. Holy Spirit. Which the, your relationship with Christ is is very personal. That's a fact. It's very personal. It should be personal. The Holy Spirit speaks to them. Mm-hmm. They got a relationship with the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. right? Which is great because that tells me mm-hmm. if you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, then that means you are open to his convictions. If you have a relationship. His guidance. If you have a relationship. His counsel. If, you have a, if you're telling me that that is a fact. Okay. Then by default. That means that. You will be convicted when he sees fit. That's how he work in my life. Is that how he work in your life? Yeah. That's how he work in your life too. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how he work in our lives as Christians. I'm whispering because I'm like, yes. You know the answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. If that's true. Then now I have a question for you. Honest question. Okay. Not trying to set nobody up. No. I just want to get clarity because this is where I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the Holy Spirit is operating in your life fruitfully. Fruitfully. All right. Then how can your actions mm-hmm. negate his word? How? And you um, never feel convicted about it. So either one or a, I would choose to go with this. Sure. We're not reading it. I say we. We're going to make it a we conversation. We. We're not reading it. We're not reading it. Two, we're not reading it correctly. Well, if we're not, how? Well, now wait a minute, Jasmine. The Holy Spirit is guiding us. The Holy Spirit oh, you're guides right. us through the word. So that doesn't get, right, because we're assuming, yes, you're right. So if you're not reading it correctly, then with is the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. <laughs> with is the Holy Spirit with you or 
That's that's separate. But again, these are all just possibilities. A one. <laughs> we are one point one, one point two. It's it's all it's these are valid questions. That's all we're saying. God does not no contradict himself. He does not. So his word one does aspect not of God himself. would not contra- contradict another aspect of no. God. Because my arm does not contradict my leg. Facts. So, okay. I just want to, okay. You you have to wonder mm-hmm. is his word true or not? You've got to make that decision within yourself. <laughs> That's for you to decide. I'm leaving that pause for, and for you to, to fill the blanks on whether you're going to believe his word to be true. Now, I believe his word to be true. So, for me, I don't think the question is people don't believe it. I think the question is okay, so this is my humble opinion. I'm sharing it as Tasia, okay? Mm-hmm. So just, you got beef with it? Holla at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As Tasia, I, I think to myself, well, I don't think people really believe that there's no issue with coming together and congregating as a body of Christ. I think people know that they're supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. I think they have made a decision within themselves that they feel justified to not follow that instruction. There you go. Uh-huh. I don't just I I agree with you. I I really don't think this is a misunderstanding mm-hmm. of believers who sincerely believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a misunderstanding for those people. I think oh. this is a I'm justified to not follow those rules. Great. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's. That's where I think so the crux of this conversation is. I agree. And not because you're you, but because I truly agree. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for clarifying for the audience. I, I just feel like I have to. Because <laughs> I don't want to be like, well, they're, they're co-hosts. They naturally are going to agree. Uh, we do not. <laughs> we don't. Mm-mm. And we're also friends. And I told her to hit record earlier when I was talking in a different tone. And, I and she say, said no. no. <laughs> so, so we disagree. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so then, so so isn't there a term attached to that? So, yes. A um, couple of terms. Okay. I would say people have the mentality that churches mm-hmm. of today. Oh, a couple of terms. Right. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. corrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, full of hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Or um, self-righteous people, religious people, um, uh, they only want your money. Mm-hmm. They're not really doing the work of God. That's a common one. Yes. Um, uh, a lot of non-believers tell us that. And I'm like, well, tell me more about what you know about the work of God. Um, you don't even believe this to be true. <laughs> so... Wait, wait, wait. I'd love to have more wait. conversation about the but, thing that you think is but you don't wrong, but you, don't, but you want me to be held accountable to the thing that you think is you not right? But you don't know. Okay. I don't understand sometimes. Don't Listen, I would love to have these conversations. For whatever reason, Lord has not given me those opportunities yet. We're still building up to that. I'm getting there. One day I'm going to have these conversations yeah, with somebody. Still, still, I'm very curious. We're building up to that. It's okay. But no, I think hypocrite is the most common thing you hear people say. There's a lot of hypocrites at church. Yes. They're corrupt. They got they they got problems. They're mm-hmm. not they're not representing Christ the way they should. Mm-hmm. And I go, you know what? I think you're right. You're not <laughs> wrong because Jasmine. Pause for the cause. Jasmine struggles. Pause daily. for the cause. I struggle daily 
because it's none of my business. The answer is that it's none of my business. Okay? That's the answer. The question is, God, why would you... When we have talked previously in podcasts and talked previously in episodes and in our conversations as Christians and said, okay, you might be the only version of Jesus, the only mm, Jesus, I'm going to just say Jesus, not version of, you might be the only Jesus that someone interacts with. Why us? Why, why us? Why couldn't a random rock just be like, hey, I'm going to tell you about Jesus real quick. Telling you that rock will be probably more disciplined than that us. rock. <laughs> I'm telling you that rock will have so much more foundational. The rocks cry out. Listen, that's the reason why the scripture talks about the rocks crying out. Have so much because we liable not to praise validity and consistency with actually moving appropriately. They would do humans would. Why would you pick us that are not robots? Okay, free will that have a free will to make a decision and that choose to follow behind and do the best we can in the most raggedy ways because and right, we'll, we'll it's make not bad our best, decisions, but filthy rags or something to that effect. I'm paraphrasing. My translation Why? is our best is trash. Terrible. <laughs> it's worse. Trash. Garbage. Why would you listen? That's the Tasia East garbage. <laughs> Why would you pick us? Answer. That's none of your business. <laughs> the answer is that's none of your business. He, he like, don't worry about that. My arrogance wants to know. I did what I did. My <laughs> pridefulness wants to know why us so that I can be like, well, no, because that's what he chose to do. There really isn't a good reason to choose That's how he choose chooses us. to move. And we don't get it. No. Okay. So why choose? So I'm, so we're basically, because we, we are broken folks. And we, we make terrible decisions. I think for okay, this is where I have to watch my tone. All right, come on. I think where ooh, okay. I think for us as leaders in the church, pastors, worship pastors, leaders, work all of that leaders in capacities at churches are should be held to a higher standard as far as accountability. Absolutely, because you have a greater impact. Sure. But I when, agree. But that means but I think sometimes more often than not, that accountability to leadership and being and showing honor and really doing what you're supposed to be doing often is parallel with this perfection aspect of that we can't make mistakes and that we can't be human and won't fall short. There's this expectation that's set over us of like, we can't fall short and we can't. How dare y'all? How dare us? How dare us who what? How dare us what? Be humans. Be human beings? <laughs> How Ask dare? God. <laughs> How dare? He made me one. What you want me to do? Or after 15, 20 years of putting on a front, uh, then all of a sudden people start wilding, wilding, wilding. They do be wilding. Okay. Wilding, wilding. Then so all I- of a sudden we start tripping and it's like, <gasps> I'm just so blown away and taken aback. I'm just so just. That people. That these people would just decisions. be people. Yeah, they're being I'm just people. floored. That doesn't excuse anybody's behavior. Well, that doesn't not, excuse not anybody's saying. sin. Not what that's saying. not what we're saying. What we're saying is you cannot be surprised at the sinful nature of mankind. Listen. We got to stop being surprised. And that's all of us. I can't believe that person is a monster. Yes. Just like all of As us. As are you. As are <laughs> us. Okay. As are us. As are us. Okay. Because it just, it's just. You can't... We can be very... Just because you're elected in leadership does not mean... Or nominate yourself. Another conversation. Another conversation. Because there are plenty of people in pulpits with mics in their hands that don't need to have one. Somebody should have pulled the plug and cut the cord a long time ago. We have to talk about that another day. We don't have that kind of time. 
There are plenty. So I'm not here to, to Don't even. put on a cape for everybody that has pastor in front of their name. We can't, I'm not here we to won't. do that. Can't, I'm won't. here to speak to the people that God called and that walked into that calling. Yes. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. You cannot just put on them and say, oh, you got called to pastoralship or you got called to leadership and ministry. Okay, so now the sinfulness and the humanity has been wiped clean from your character no. and genetic makeup. Mm-mm. That's not a fact. It's not that's, true. That's why I got to crucify my flesh every day. Every day. That's why the scripture applies to everybody, not just the person that just got saved five minutes ago. Oh, it becomes null and void because I'm a pastor now? No, I actually need it more. Frankly. I actually need it that much more. Frankly. So... Okay. So, um, I'm okay. I'm fixing my tone now. Go ahead. It's okay. Um, so, it's not... There seems to be some unrealis- unrealistic expectation that's out there that's, of people who are at church. So, uh-huh. what we like to share with people at our church, um, when we have new people come in and we explain kind of who we are as, mm-hmm. a, as a congregation, we, we like to explain to people, like, listen, there's a high probability slash... Guaranteed, hundred <laughs> percent for sure. That you're gonna come across somebody up in this here church mm-hmm. that's gonna say something, Listen. that's gonna do something, yes, that's gonna look some sort of way, yep. that's gonna offend you, yeah, that's gonna hurt your feelings, yeah. That may truly, like, really, it deeply might really sting for real, sting hard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they were wrong, and they were totally wrong. We're not saying they ain't wrong. But we are saying that's going to happen. It, right. But we are saying... And the reason why we're saying that's going to happen is because happen. this is a group of flawed people pursuing a perfect Christ. Let's just set it up. Let's just put all of it out on the table. Let's just go ahead and say this is what it is. Let's be transparent and really just say this is what we're doing. This is what it's looking like. So... Because that's how you... But again, when we think of relationships, I love relationships. I love learning about them. I True. love how people interact with each other and all of that. If you set these expectations up front, can nobody fall back and be like, well, we talked yeah, about this. I told you. We got this information on the front end. I had told you. And y'all. you said, that's fine. Yeah. I'm aligned. I'm aligned. This is the expectation that was set. You're good with it. We're all going to uphold our ends of this conversation, ends of this relationship. I'm aligned. Because what... I struggle with is when we align with this type of conversation but then all of a sudden it's get brand now all of a sudden now all of a sudden like no one ever told you yeah but like I knew I was gonna get offended but like you ain't have to do that though but no they're wrong I feel like you need to tell them that was totally this is what I want you to do with them personally they need to feel it this way first of all oop the Lord will deal with them. It's not your job to manage. It's that. really not your job. It is your job to forgive. That's a separate That's, conversation. Again, we refer back. We <laughs> refer child, back. Child, refer back. Child, I'm pretty sure it's 14 because I was just looking at this episode. Today. Pretty sure it's 14. 14. Go back I think it's to 14. it and work that out among yourself. Uh huh. Here's what I think is interesting, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people look at church folk and the congregation of churches mm-hmm. and. Um, why they don't think it's necessary because they're, you know, these people are hypocrites. They're right. self-righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, and so therefore, right. So typically it goes, they're self-righteous. Mm-hmm. Therefore I am going to go over here and do my own thing mm-hmm. because these people mm-hmm. don't have a clue mm-hmm. what real Christianity is all about. So I'm going to go over here with just me, my Bible 
and the Holy Ghost, and we're going to sit here because these jokers don't have a clue about anything. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave these jokers, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to go I'm sit gone. over here I'm gone. And, 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 and do nothing by myself. Great. I probably shouldn't have said the do nothing thing, but it happened. Okay, great. That decision has been made. Help me understand what self-righteous really is about. Because as you claim these other people to be self-righteous, your actions prove yourself to be self-righteous. Because you are too good to help. That's fine. <laughs> so it's okay. We have already got it. Yes. Go ahead. Jasmine already Galatians got it. Galatians 6-2. <clears throat> Sharing each other's burdens. And in this way, obey the law of Christ. Three. Come on, three. If you think you're too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. That's Period. the text. I did, Jasmine didn't say this. Tasia didn't say this. Truth Juice team didn't say this. Okay? You are not that important. That's Galatians 6, 2, and 3. So. So here's my question. We understand this among the, the, the secular world. Don't just identify the problem. Be a part of the solution. Girl, girl Tasia, I don't have that kind of time because... How you are you? Know. How? Why do we do that? Why do I we quickly identify everything that's wrong, but then walk away? When I tell you, don't nothing get on my nerves worse. I'm trying to. I'm trying to listen. I'm seated. I'm here. Don't nothing make me want to go all the way off. A W F. Then somebody that can only point out problems and has nothing to contribute to a solution. Don't not, I'm trying to tell y'all if you have known me for 30 seconds, and if you didn't know this, consider this your invitation to this information mm-hmm. access. I hate that. Hate's a strong word. I hate that. Because why? Easy. If you can take that much time to dissect and pick apart and pull and disrespect and analyze and all of that and flip, twist, and reverse. The problem, but I have not heard you at least give one solution. Because as far as I'm concerned, you need to come with three solutions. If you, I, I'm listening. The minimum is three. From a business standpoint, <laughs> from a business standpoint, a secular standpoint, as a leader, if I'm if I'm a leader, a manager, and you can present three, you can present one problem to me. I expect you to at least show up with three solutions, even if they're wrong, or even yes. if you didn't think full circle about something, or even if you're like, well, hold on, you didn't consider the the longevity or Just whatever. Just try, at least try, put a little bit of effort forth, because if all I can hear is how you can dissect the problem, I just don't nobody want to hear that. Don't care. So here's the deal. Um. All right. All right. So. Right. Be a part of the solution. That's all we're saying. The Bible says to be a part of the solution. <laughs> it really does. That's kind of okay. Oh. All right. So like, all right. Why do we do that? Why do we be like they a mess? I'm gone. Because this is that. What have you done to resolve the situation? Have you helped? Go ahead. Are you just going to continue to tell us what's going on, or are you going to do something about it? We have a phrase we use at our church all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't be a thermometer just reporting back what the temperature well, is. Temp- uh, be a thermostat be a and thermostat. change the temperature. And let me say this: changing the temperature is not telling people off because they're wrong. It's not the the thermostat does not go about affecting the temperature of of a situation and of a group of people by just being raggedy mm-hmm. and just all of a sudden turning up mm-hmm. and doing too much. 
thermostat says, you know what? This is what I'm setting the temperature on. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to set the standard for what mm-hmm. it should be from all syllables, syllables, cylinders, excuse me, cylinders, cylinders yes. and bowls. No, I'm just kidding. Cylinders. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're going to move and make this and create the situation. What does that mean? That means humbling yourself. Mm-hmm. That means being patient. Mm-hmm. That means showing love when you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. That means inconveniencing your comfort. Mm-hmm. That means being a friend. Which, mm-hmm. if we need to go back and understand what friendship is, that's fine. That means being like Christ, who did all of the above. So, you want to know what else it means? What else? Ephesians four fifteen. Okay. Oh. It means that instead we will speak the truth in love. In love. In love. Love. <laughs> Y'all hear my beat? <laughs> <laughs> Growing in every way more Uh, and more like Christ, who is the head of his mm, body. Whom is his body? The The church. church. The church. Not the Jasmine. No. Not the Tasia. No. He's coming back for the church. He's coming back for the church. He's not coming back for me. He's coming back for us. Us. Collective. Mm Mm-hmm. Who have been unified in his work for the kingdom. Yes. We've been doing his will for the kingdom. In unity. Now, I don't know how you get in unity when you're not around nobody. I, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. If you can tell me how to do it, Listen, I want to know. But I you just, have to be <laughs> in community. Well, we just like FaceTime each other. I still community. Give or take. We just text from time to time. Negative. We just... Do you guys know that as a culture, we have... A, really big massive problem right now because we don't know how to have community effectively interesting and it's causing us to run into uh anxiety at increased rates and depression at increased rates so if you think that community is unnecessary you are walking yourself into a space that will give you make you open Uh uh-huh and uh exposed to exposed to Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Mental illnesses. Huh. That's how unimportant community is. Guys. Guys. The studies are there. This is. I can put is, my Bible away and still scientifically prove still how important community is. Right. Hello? Now, you might be like, fine, but that community at church is bad. I've, ooh, I've heard this one. Mm, this one gets me. Mm, 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 gets me so much. Gets me so much. Mm, it gets me. Gets me. I've been around non-Christians who are better than than Christians. Mm. All right. You have. All right. All right. They treat me better. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. They treat you better. Awesome. Great. Stop. Great. That's awesome. Awesome. What? They treat you better, right? They're more welcoming. I know they are. Wait. They absolutely are welcoming. I believe that. They don't judge me. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe that, too. (laughs) I think you're right. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh Let me ask you this. Okay. (laughs) Do they push you toward Christ? All right. That's all I'm going to say. Or are they calling you away? Yes, and your comfort level's increasing because you're getting further and further away from Jesus H or... And that's why they so welcoming. Is that why? 
That's why they don't judge they or, your, your or hold accountable. They can, uh, That's really what we're talking about. Condoning your nonsense. So I believe everything. When people tell me that, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably never, they never address the challenge things that you're doing. That I you bet know. money they never challenge you. Yeah, they just let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. That's what the brothers and sisters of the Lord ain't going to do. <laughs> We're not just going to let you do your thing and walk off that cliff. We're going to no. come grab you and go, hey, friend, uh, where you going? So I was um, watching this interview on YouTube. I have been watching so many interviews and prayerfully in 2020, I can really delve into the context behind these interviews because it speaks to my purpose, whatever. But I've been watching so many interviews where one particular person, she was talking about how she teaches um, and how she is, teaches in a ch- very challenging subject on sexuality. Yes, got okay. it. And so she gets challenged of how people come to her and say, how can you teach this this method mm-hmm. around this particular topic that is condemning or that, right, that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so what she was saying is that she had to get to the point where um, – she had to get to the point where she was okay with hurting feelings for the sake of the greater good of eternal life mm-hmm. because that's what God does did with her and that's mm. what God does with us. Mm. God hurts my feelings on a regular basis. Sis, what do you mean? I've been crying for the past two weeks over God hurt my feelings hurt and my not feelings. being moved he hurt my by feelings. me throwing tantrums and stuff. What? Are you serious? Saturday night. Excuse me? He looked at me and was Listen. like... Listen! I was like, but God, like, I feel like you're not feeling me. I'm trying Listen. to... I understand that you want me to do this and no. I get that and I'm not even mad at you for it. But what I feel like you don't understand is uh. what's this going to do to me? Like, do you know what that means? And Listen. he was like, did I tell you I cared about about that? I don't <laughs> care. Tasia. I said what I said. It's been almost two years. And I'm like, so now? And he like, no. But let me tell you, you why you your feelings get hurt. Ago. See, Jasmine, this is why or your feelings get hurt. Whatever. You want to know why your feelings get hurt? Why? It's the crucifixion of your flesh. It is. Your feelings are flesh. Yes. Which... Your feelings are not the spiritual being Ain't that you are. the long-term part of this Your conversation Your feelings are anyway. flesh. So he will hurt he that stuff. He definitely will hurt that stuff. Because he will break it down. His job is as a father. That's what he's supposed to do. He's trying to mold us. And equip and us. And equip us. Hey. And edify us. Hey. Your feelings going to have to get sacrificed. <laughs> Your feelings are not a part of this conversation. They're not a part of this conversation. We on the list of things that God is accounting for. Your feelings is not on that list. He's, that's not. It's just not. Your feelings are going to do nothing. Nothing. I know, man. It's crazy. I mean, let's legit. Let's just let's get honest real quick. Let's get real. Let's say real. We always are. I was gonna say. What I'm saying is this. Yes. Let's. Have your feelings ever been hurt, and no one actually did anything wrong to you? Yes. Because you just was hurt. So then, who's wrong? You. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Just because your feelings hurt don't mean you justified out of any streets. <laughs> you wrong. <coughs> <coughs> All right. Just because my feelings get hurt don't mean that like I'm right. No, I'm probably still wrong. Probably still wrong. More often than not, when my feelings get hurt, I'm coming from the wrong perspective. I'm just really not seeing it. That's my personal testimony. I'm not looking at it from the right space anyway, so. My personal testimony, if I get my feelings hurt, I typically have to circle back and be like, now, Lord, am I looking at this right? And he'd be like, no. And I'm like, oh. Okay. 
Cool. No, because that really it really hurt. But me. honestly, like from this standpoint, it was super mad disrespect. Right. He's like, wrong. yeah, but no, you're still out it's of still order. Wrong, Your response is out of order. Which, and I'm like, but no, because they hurt my feelings. I I, I, I didn't right. I don't I want to clarify. Not, I'm not necessarily here to consider your feelings. I'll the instructions honest. I give you, I just want to clarify. I don't know if you've read them. Yeah. They're in the Bible. And the instructions <laughs> I've given you don't really talk about if you feel a certain way or no. if as long as your feelings are intact then you can none of those feel, my feelings are not considered in the text <laughs> they're not and here's the deal i don't want them to be they don't I, need to be because i can't trust my feelings you can't you just can't and that's really the crux of the con- but i will say this y'all we're not here to just say that god is just this Big bad wolf that's just here to crush spirits and emotions. That's not the awesome father. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is for the greater good, your feelings will have will always and forever be sacrificed and need to be shut down and not relied on. How else do you explain the conviction of the Holy Spirit? I mean, what is her feelings? That's that's (laughs) literally what it is. When you get convicted about something, you're not like, ooh, thank you, thank you so much. No, you're like, not come dag on. I wasn't trying to do that. And he's like, it's I know. That's why I came and so told that's you why about we're, it. Yes. That's why I had to tell you because I knew yes. you wasn't trying to do it. Yes. <laughs> what? Guys. Guys. It's just. So if you're concerned about coming together with the people of this Christian faith, mm-hmm. is that they might hurt you. They might judge you. They're not perfect. Probably will. Mm-hmm. They make bad decisions. Yes. Bad calls. Bad. Paul talks about his homies making bad calls all the time. He made a bad call at the beginning of this thing. He was making real bad calls hey, at the beginning of this thing. All right. Okay. Listen. Listen. Uh, whatever. Who are we? Peter. Jesus had to tell Peter, fam, you wilding right you now. <laughs> he literally called him Satan at one point because he was like, listen. Mm-hmm. He did. He was like, ah, 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 ah. Jesus was like, I'm sorry. But oh, no. Look here, Satan. Let me tell you this. <laughs> Because you will not. You are being used of the enemy. And, and I need you to slide over. And let me just say that. That was not the last time that Jesus had that talk to Peter. That was not the last time Jesus talked to Peter. It was not. He checked him and Peter got checked and dealt with. And they still moved on and pursued ministry the way that they were supposed to. Checked him again. It kept happening. Peter even played Jesus to the left three times. Three times. In the same conversation. How do you do that? In the same. Listen, I'm not going to judge Peter. Con- we let not here not to judge that. Peter. In the same conversation, and then Peter came back. Wasn't Peter one of the first ones to see him when he came back? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, and he knew. Jesus knew. All- Jesus knew. He always knew. Jesus knew that these people were going to play him to the left. He knew that people were going to betray him, reject him, dog him, literally brutally hurt him. So, Jasmine, still- may I ask this question? If they did it to Jesus, <laughs> and he and he still Child. found a way, <laughs> he still made it happen to give them a to way to make it happen to be the way. To okay, be the to way. be the way, Tasha. Listen, and he knew they was gonna do that. He walked in eyes wide open. He knew what it was looking like. He knew. The standard had been set before he even got here. He was like, these people are trash, and they're going to be trash to me, but I'm going to love them. I'm going to disciple them. I'm going to humble myself and die for them. Humble myself. I'm going to be in community with these people who I can't trust. Because his hands were not tied to go to the cross. He He definitely made a decision. He he kept Judas around, y'all. And knew. (laughs) And he knew. He knew. (laughs) 
The man knew one of you is going to, one of you is going to betray me. He knew. The rest of them was like, I think it's, um, Jesus looking like, I, I ain't know what y'all talking about it. I know who it is. Ooh, I think it's going to be him. This is not, is, this is not, it's gonna, you think it's going to be him? This Let's is not the game of clue. I, I already have all it. the answers. If I put five on it. So oh, you no, double Jasmine, it's what he knew the, he knew corrupt. Listen, he knew these people were flawed and broken. Listen. He knew who was a hypocrite. Judas. He knew. Uh, hello. He knew. Yes. And he still and maintained. And Peter. Peter, big time. He okay. still maintained community with them. He did. He did not forsake the assembly. No. The Pharisees. He was still showing up at the temple. He still showed up with the people he knew. Didn't have a clue. Listen. And Bro. what did he do? He Bro. changed the atmosphere. He did. So if you call yourself a Christian, then you know what your job is. Because That's it. as Galatians reads, you're not that important. <laughs> I had to say it again. It's such a good because verse. It just is so sharp, bro. It's I so highlighted to the it. Point. I highlighted it when I read it. That's Paul for eons you. Eons ago. That's like, how he You're write. not that important. That's literally what he said. I love Paul. He just get to That's you. what he said, man. He like, listen, you're just not that important to I be just, acting like you can't help nobody. Tasia. Because if Jesus... Himself. The most important human being that has ever existed on the face of this earth Listen. could humble himself and help the corrupt people and share and teach and be an example and give the revelations that have been given to him and give them to other people. If he can still be in community with the corrupted group of sinners, if he still, so can you. We welcome you. You can come be corrupt with us too if you want. <laughs> like <laughs> we, that's just how we struggle with our sin, we're y'all. Going to... Okay. And where are you gonna go where people are not struggling with their sin? Is there a place? Where is that? Cause guess what? It's still at your house. It's still. All right. All right. I'm gonna close my box. All right. So <laughs> with, I'm gonna go ahead and conclude it here. We're gonna have to. Yes. Let me just go ahead and conclude it here. here. One one space. This is why relationship with the Holy Spirit is so important because sometimes you will find yourself in situations in churches and a part of bodies of people who are all supposedly allegedly aligned on this thing. And you see some trash happening. The Holy Spirit will tell you to detach yourself from that situation because it's too far gone or that's just not for you or that's not a part of your purpose. Or he'll tell you to remain there Fair. and be the thermostat and set the atmosphere. If you are at a church that is exercising some raggedy statements we're not talking about those that are trying that fall short we're talking about people that truly are just moving on trash they are just knowingly trash and i personally not there are not at our church houses of the most high Be houses clear. i'm gonna say houses because it's not the most high houses <laughs> okay thankfully we don't navigate much of this stuff at our church but i've been there at but previous, i have attended places i've been places previous <laughs> that it's really been a hot raggedy mess and there was money that People was being made shuffled bad, around. And there's there just bad decisions. Taxes being evased. And marriages being told uh, up. Okay. Those things happen, y'all. It's very real. So no one is discounting or discrediting the validity mm-hmm. of what you're saying. And that but hurts to make people. it it is hurtful and it's unfortunate. Yes. And it's heartbreaking. Trust me, I lived through it, so I get it. Okay. Now, let's not make that a blanket statement and mm-hmm. let's not put this on everyone. Also. Uh 
But let's also let's continue to pray regardless. Let's not generalize because that's... Because uh, we don't like it. We don't want to... Okay. Ge- <laughs> okay. So let's not generalize and let's not make a blanket statement. One, this is why we always are praying for leadership. We're always praying for headship. We're always praying for always. those that are leaders, leaders in the faith. Always. always. Let's not discount in God's abilities and what he can do <laughs> through those that we have forgotten about. Uh, okay. I'm going to just leave that there. And let's just really just continue to be mindful there as well. Really ask God to show us ourselves first. Cause that's what's tough is that you don't want to ha- like, we, I'm sorry. We don't want to have to, I don't want to make this a you conversation. We conversation. I said a we lot don't of you, so have- I apologize. Okay. <laughs> we don't fall short. It's all good. We all, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We don't want to humble ourselves and really be uncomfortable in this space and in this time to truly make a greater impact and truly make like how do you know that you remaining and you being a part of a body and really working from the inside out doesn't affect your children your children's children generations to come after us how do you know that um you you don't how do you know that i mean how are you discipling and you other sit, people and you but you being at the crib is doing what for your generations okay how are you edifying yourself? I just That's all we're saying. So what if God was using someone else to help edify you? Just and also at the end of this thing, Christians and soon to be Christians, let's just really think through that God is supposed to get the glory out of all of this. Because I can Everything promise you, I'm not sitting in this seat. Tasia and I had a whole 45 minute conversation before I even got to her house, before we even had another 45 minute conversation before we recorded, talking yes. about uncomfortability and how it ain't about us and how it's about God and his time yeah. is perfect. We had a whole conversation in we the did. car. We did. We <laughs> did. Right? Listen, y'all, it's hard. It's just not, this is not easy. This is not a this, fly by the night decision. This life is difficult that we live right. on this side of heaven. And so God has encouraged us to not do it alone. That's all I'm saying. At the end of the day. Because I was in the car like, look. So, in the theme of the conversation, okay. if you're looking for a church home and you in Cincinnati, poor <laughs> Dayton. Seriously. If you're in the Cincinnati or Dayton area, mm-hmm. we know of a really cool place. We do. Where we are very authentic about who we are. Mm-hmm. Where we believe in unity in Christ. Yes. We put him for first and we glorify him. We are Christ-centered in everything he does. Yes. And uh, it's called Citygate Church. Yes, it is. We invite you to come join us. We definitely do. If you've never heard of Citygate, that's too bad. You need to get to know us. Yeah. Um, but come join us. That's it's a safe place. It really, it really is a safe place. If you got a church, you listen to the podcast and you got a church, shout them out. Please. Be where you're supposed because, to be. Oh, yeah, because that's my last That's my last. Point. There it is. That's my last point. Everybody, like, everybody church setups and church environments and stuff ain't for everybody. No. Seagate Church might not be for you. And that's okay. And that's fine. Because, honestly... We have limitations. <laughs> Physically, how many people we can bring in the building? First so of all, everybody can't come. Standpoint, from a fire code standpoint, everybody can't come. That's why there are God presents and, and creates convictions. Now, the foundational text and the context of the faith is all the it's same. It's got to be right. It's got to be the same. It's got to be in line. It's got to be uniform. However, sometimes the execution of it may look different, but the foundation is still the same. And God has called you to certain places. He has. He's called you to certain churches. He's he called has. you to ch- certain neighborhoods, he certain has. cities. Hey. Um, because your purpose and your impact goes beyond what happens on a Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, it goes beyond what happens from nine to five when you're at work too, yes, right? Does. So he's called you for that. Mm-hmm. But along with that, he's also called you to be um, equipped 
challenged, yep. um, taught, yep. uh, encouraged, motivated. Um, he's, he's going to use people to do that. He is. He consistently uses people to do these things. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that's very consistent in his word, is that he's going to use people to do his work. He just is. And so he doesn't have to if he didn't want to. He definitely doesn't. But have he chooses to. to. And that's because he wants us in community with each other. So don't, don't leave this episode thinking to yourself, yeah, 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 but like where I'm supposed to go. Listen, only the Lord knows where you're supposed to be. Yeah, at. that's between you and him. I'm not we telling you. Here, out here trying to make you don't have to come you. to City Gate. You don't. You can if you want to. We'll welcome you. But sure, we'd love to meet you and have you. But there's a reason why there's more than one church in the earth. More than one church on the same block most of the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> most of the time in the neighborhood. So we gotta support each other. Mm-hmm. And there's a place for each person. If you like certain music, great. There's a church for you. If you like this other type of music, great, there's a church for you. Mm-hmm. If you like this style of teaching, great, there's a church for you. Mm-hmm. If you like this style of teaching, great, there's a church for you. Mm-hmm. If you like these lights and you like those lights, that's awesome. Because that we is. serve an infinite God. So the creativity that's in each and every one of us will come out and manifest in different ways so that they can. Because he was never created to be one dimensional. So, so listen. Right. I'm sorry, he was never one, he wasn't created, but he was he was Facts. never intended to be described as one dimensional. Because he's sorry. not. I recant. Yes, I take that back. He's not one-dimensional. Yeah. So there's options, y'all. Mm-hmm. But don't don't get so self-inflated um, that you don't need other people. That's all we're saying. Because you do. You do. You need other Christians. Mm-hmm. You do. Come on. If Jesus wanted other Christians to pray with him, I think you should do. All right. All right. Well, amen. All right. I would say it was still a little bit of a tough episode, but we did it. We made it. <laughs> we made it, nonetheless. Hey, it's all good. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Um, if you want to follow us, um, have and continue this conversation, mm-hmm. shout your church up. Yeah. Or let us know if you're looking for a church. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Um, all right. <laughs> follow us on our mm-hmm. different platforms. You can reach us on Instagram at Truth Juice Pod. Mm-hmm. And we can catch us on Facebook, Truth Juice Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can catch us on uh, our website, www.truthjuicepod.com. Mm-hmm. You can email us directly if you're interested. Most people don't to. do that, but you could. If you want to. Truthjuicepod at gmail.com. There's like, several different ways to get in touch with us. Make it sure is. you connect with us. Um, share your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Maybe we said some stuff that's like off the wall and wrong. And you're like, man, y'all rude. Y'all are super rude, super wild. You can tell us. Super disrespectful. We can handle it. Because mm-hmm. our feelings don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> so we'll navigate that. Don't worry at all. Yeah. If you want to uh, reach out to us directly, uh-huh. you can reach me on Instagram at classic underscore the word royal and the letter T as in Tasia. And then Jasmine, how can they reach you? All right. On Instagram at Jasmine Raquel, J-A-Z-M-I-N-E-R-A-Q-U-E-L. Also... I'm back on Twitter, but you know, I don't know how long this is going to last because... Wow. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to last. This is probably the one and only time I'm going to Is it the same this. handle? No. Oh, okay. This is what I always be wanting to say. Great. So it's at Jasmine underscore Raquel. This is what I be wanting to say. Ah. That's my Twitter. Jasmine know. underscore Raquel. Mm-hmm. This will probably be the one and only time I say it because I'll probably be out by the next time we have this conversation. But... I can't navigate Twitter. I can't either, but we're here for now, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. I think because I've been writing more... I think. Oh, text, characters, Twitter. Well, I don't know. Do your thing. We'll see how long this lasts. 
Um, but yeah, let us know. Hit us up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the holiday season. Hope everybody's getting it ready yeah. for the holiday season. Um, try not to stress yourself out. Please and don't <laughs> overspend. Don't overspend. I put this on Instagram the other day. You better have money to pay your, that rent. Your bills in are not paused because it's the holiday season. <laughs> bills are still credit due. card. Credit card money is still borrowed income. It's not your income just because it's the holidays. Don't. It's okay. Make just good decisions, guys. Don't and make good decisions. Up for the okie doke in January. Amen. Okay. All right. All right. We will holla at you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.